it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Do I have everyone's attention now? Wow, you know, wrestling's taking a complete 360 for both major players in professional wrestling. And I am referring to, wait, I didn't introduce myself? Wait, (laughs) let me me back this up a little bit. Welcome, ladies and gents. It's the one, the only Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? And I'm back in the swing of things. Lately, I don't have, well, yes, I do have things to give the real on. So it's been a complete three fucking 60 with both, featuring both WWE and AEW. Ratings-wise, can someone explain to me how an episode of SmackDown Live got 2.4 million viewers, and this was a couple weeks ago, and this is a, this has become a trend. 2 million views on the latest edition of Monday Night Raw. Yes, that number may not be very high according to some of you, but allow me to elaborate on what the fuck's going on. You see... A lot of folks have implemented, yes, since Triple H returned, this is what's good with the company. This is what's, have we mentioned, bad? I don't think so. And on the other side of the coin, you have AEW, whose title match between John Moxley and CM Punk seems to be the epicenter of discussion. So, if you could please allow me the one sentiment... That I have for this match. I mean, there's several sentiments verbally, but um, let's just play exactly 
the word phrase that comes to mind when this supposed squash match in AEW occurred. Okay, bear with me. I'm trying to think of what sentiment I shall give the Mockley Punk match. Gives one kick to Moxley's head and kaboom. In the immortal words of a non-existent character in real life from her movie Hercules, if it wasn't for that slugger that Ela is, he barely gets nicked there and kaboom, he crumbles. That match had a stiff collar elbow tie-up, and what I've noticed pretty much the last three years of watching AEW is that the commentators talk over one another, JR, especially during the match between Punk and Moxley. And I know I switched gears pretty quickly talk, you know, as I always sing the praises of WWE, you guys know this by now, I'm the WWE guy. But, you know, all things aside, AEW had their moments, and that's to be desired, I guess. The the trio match in the main event was a pretty damn good match. Uh, the women's match between Britt Baker and Kylan. Not really a big fan of, of Baker going over every single fucking time, but you know, hey, at least the women's match was good, and Thunder Rosa made a huge announcement that the AEW Women's World Heavyweight Championship will be decided in a fatal four-way at All Out in Chicago. What else is on tap for AEW other than their... Well, let's see. Jericho opened the show because he wanted to confront Daniel Garcia. I know I'm going backwards, but, you know, there are tidbits there that kind of make you... We as fans, some of us confuse it as all confuse it all hell, you know. Confuse it as all hell. Let me rephrase that. Matches that are completely pointless, but now a familiar face, formerly known as Malcolm Bivens or now as Stokely, has aligned himself with Colton Gunn and Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn's sons. And then after the match between Colton Gunn and his father. Mr. Ass himself. Uh, let's see. You see Isaiah Swerve Scott and Keith Lee, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, come in, save the day for the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. And then there's always these post-interviews in AEW. What's up with it? What's up with that? Is to reiterate to fans that are just tuning in, right, to their programming that this is what happened. And this is what's going to happen. I got done watching AEW and Truth, folks, and the best match of the night was the main event. The women's match, 
I guess if you add Britt Baker into this, she's a much more intriguing. It pains me to say this. She's much more intriguing than Thunder Rosa ever could be, and that's saying something because Britt Baker did hold the AEW Women's title for quite a long. Kushida. Hiro Kushida. Interestingly enough, shows up tonight. Also, Kip Sabian showed up tonight in the main event. Or not tonight. Last night's main event, my bad. And, you know, I have the game where he's wearing a paper, uh, or not paper, wearing a box over his head with eye holes cut out. I think that's brilliant. But, I, like I said, you know, much like AEW goes all over the place, they have me going all over the place. See what they did? You see what happens, hmm? When your main event is not a title match, but it's a damn good trios match between Will Ospreay, the Aussie, Aussie Open, Penta, whatever, Ray Phoenix, and uh, the Bastard Puck. That was one hell of a chaotic match. It lived up to its uh, fantasy warfare, and that's that for AEW. Let me tell you why. So, what you know, what exactly is the difference between AEW and WWE? I'm distinctly seeing a wrestling-centric show on WWE versus AEW, who still gets crowd pops no matter what because it's more of a fanboy-oriented, you know, show. It's never going to disappoint their fans. Is that a bad thing? Yes and no. How is it a bad thing? If you never disappoint a crowd in some way, shape, or form, how the fuck do you expect them to react when, well, let's say CM Punk wins the title right back in his hometown of Chicago? Will that happen? I mean, let me bring this closer so you all can hear me. Sorry, folks. Gotta be loud and proud and in charge of this whole fucking moment. The reel that I'm going to relay to you may have already been heard for weeks on end about AEW. From top to bottom, why are you trying to put Jericho over as your top heel? A lot of people are talking about MJF returning in Chicago. I don't care. Man needs to return, period, because he should be your top heel. I've said it a million fucking times over. CM Punk should have never put Moxley over. He should have put MJF over. It doesn't fucking matter. MJF, period. People have forgotten him. But there was a gentleman, you know, that told me the reason why they're putting Jericho over is because people sing along to his theme and that Jericho will always forever be the villain. It's like, well, you know, Chris does a damn good job of um, getting out of the back instead of, um, well, finding ways to negotiate with MJF and, and make sure that he's taken care of. I was starting to wonder, man, because then... Now they have this whole thing with Daniel Garcia is not a sports entertainer. He's a wrestler. I've found ways to um, 
take apart an AEW show, folks, and dissect it. And I agree with Jim Cornette wholeheartedly on whatever points he has on AEW. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. Watching the show from last night, like I said, there was probably two or three moments that made you think, okay, cool, I like that. I did Britt Baker's ideal of looking dominant and then looking, you know, she does play a role in good heel, right? Ran away when Tony Storm and Evening Odds with Kushida and that kendo stick. They want to save everything for All Out except for a title match. There was one person last week on my show that said I tend to stay in my lane and... You know, I mind my business. I, I, for one, folks, I mind my P's and Q's. But I'm going to tell you straight up, AEW show still got crowd pop, still got people involved in the show. So I guess they're doing some things right. But booking-wise, holy fuck, that was your world title match? Was it supposed to be a build, you know, for Punk and Moxley to face each other all out? Or was it to make Moxley look completely strong if he didn't have to fucking gig himself in a fucking match? Sorry, not sorry. That dude, he, okay, let me say this. In a sense, Moxley looks really awkward without gigging himself in a fucking match. And it was a squash match between he and Punk. I really don't want to spend too much time laboring over and over again how shitty of a match that was because really there are fans that say you just don't like anything AEW. You damn right I don't. Because to me, we've seen WCW before. We have all seen ECW. And to compare them to to those companies is an insult. WCW had the NWO storyline that you know, when they first came out. ECW was the answer to grunge music. It was that kind of movement. And they not every single match had gigging involved, for those of you who are wrestling historians. AEW and all on all facets of professional wrestling, there are times when the commentary tries to put themselves over more so than, you know, during the match. And JR, you could hear the frustration in his voice during the bastard pack and you know the death triangle and um well will osprey and the aussie open you know i don't know what you call it okay to be honest i have bad memory but there were time there were talking points that jr was trying to focus on the match next caliber and whomever else was announcing was too busy um you know trying to put themselves over during a match I can't tell you how bad an ADHD I have when I'm trying to watch a match and I'm trying to take notes in this fucking notebook and I hear the announcers palling around like it's just some kind of dress, you know, dry run rehearsal. And yes, Tony Schiavone and JR, legendary announcers. Excalibur, uh, PWG, whatever. Or they have different people, different commentators come out. It's so fucking confusing. Do you ever, have you ever guys witnessed an episode of WWE Raw or SmackDown when commentators come out of the back every hour or half hour? That's fucked up. 
from my perspective because I'm trying to sit there and adjust to the match. I think that JR, it's funny, not only him that does it, they try to over-promote their shit. By over-promote, when you're sitting there at the desk or commentary table and you're saying, this match is on Rampage and I really hope so-and-so wins. And by the way, you can catch it on Thursday. It's because their show, AEW show overall, there's probably maybe the latter half of it, the end was great. Um, the interviews, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, who's writing your shit? Freddie Prince Jr. And who else? Chris Jericho? I'm just taking a gander and a guess because... Chris has gotten better. It's just, wow. Put it, again, the elements are like this. Chris Jericho is your top heel because there's no one else, right? Where the fuck is MJF? Could somebody please tell us? I'll say it again. Pay that man. Pay that young man. Pay the man. Yes, there was a, it was gimmick to make you all feel like... If I was you, dude, I would just, I personally would weigh my options. Now that there was a scandal that set the WWE free of all the atrocities that was their wrestling show, let me tell you this. I have yet to find something bad going on with WWE, although some people have pointed out Hit Row is kind of the weakling for now in WWE. Well, there's other mess-ups or fuck-ups that WWE has done. Really, we want to live in the past. We really want to live in the past. Oh, let me take a break from my rambling in a circle. For those of you who would like to follow us on the Insta of Graham, it is Wrestle Radio underscore, Wrestle underscore Radio, my bad. That's the Insta of Graham. The Book of Face, you can listen on the Book of Face at Network forward slash Facebook.com. Also, folks, if you want to call in, you're more than welcome at 213-943-3422. It's toll free. I don't charge yet. <laughs> Keyword yet. I wouldn't charge anybody for a call. That's bullshit. Anyways, folks, you can follow us there. Also on Twitter, if you have any individual questions concerning the host, which is moi, or Pizza Simpson, you can contact us both at underscore Brian Rails on Twitter. All right, back to it, folks. What I noticed from AEW show from top to bottom, they opened with, guess who? Chris Jericho. Because Daniel Garcia, they did this angle, right, where he pushed Chris Jericho because he lasted 30 minutes in the ring with his idol growing up. And what's even funnier is, like, you can tell that Jericho Appreciation Society is disintegrating, go figure. Hager then, you know, Matt Garcia. Matt Garcia, he attacked someone. Oh, yeah, okay, well. He attacked Brian Danielson because Chris Jericho challenged Brian Danielson at All Out in Chicago, September 4th. I don't know, folks, I I don't know about you, but AEW's pay-per-view doesn't look half bad. It's just there's one fucking problem. What's going to happen with Foxley? What, you know, what match? What Will he give a title defense? 
did Punk just pick up and leave like he did before? I mean, there seems to be a fucking pattern. I'm now quoting from Road Dog. Said, man, you once upon a time had the same problem in our company, now you're having the same problem in another company. <laughs> oh, and speaking of which, I know I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but I, I kind of caught a glimpse of AEW from the prior week before this one. Apologies must be loud and heard up front, not in the back, where it can be silenced and not heard at all. These are words from CM Punk. The dude, you know, it's hard to explain when once upon a time certain people were enamored by his bullshit and a voice, you know, he was a voice to the voiceless. He called out a guy that really wants to punch his dick in the dirt. Adam Hangman Page. My God, man. Is it a good, is it a blessing in disguise that Mox became the undisputed AEW World Heavyweight Champion? Probably because he doesn't have as much conflict as Punk does with the rest of the fucking locker room. That's one side of AEW that I've noticed, is that their on-screen show presentation is like a, it's like a mixed bag. Some pieces of the candy taste great and look great, you know, look great, taste great. The other half of the bag, it's like eating all, you know, mint candy. Some people prefer mint. Some people don't. It's like, which flavor of the week is AEW presenting us with for our palates to taste, right? Is it going to leave a good taste or a bad taste in our mouth? Is there a reason why they switched the main events instead of a World Heavyweight Championship, which would have been complete and utter bullshit? That match was only, what, Five, six minutes at the most because CM Punk tried a Pele kick. It didn't work. No, I'm not trying to take away from Moxley here, but um, his post-match promo was something to be desired. It's like, you beat someone that had been gone for how long? I don't, you know. Punk had been gone for 87 days, according to whomever spouted off that random fact on live air. You know, they're... You're telling me that I'm negative Nancy about AEW. you damn right. I'm not one of those fans, fanboys that are going to kiss their ass because, well, they're totally different from the PG shit in WWE. Have you ignoranuses been paying attention to what's going on lately in WWE, or you just don't care? You don't care. That's like we, some of us who don't care about trying to revamp a super indie look mixed in with ECW, WCW. Again, it's a mess. It is a mess. Trying to find something, folks. Bear with me, if you would. Uh, 
Okay, that's forbidden door, blah, blah. I don't think so. Let's see here. Okay. And he duels him. All right, cool, whatever. Violent confrontation. Okay. <laughs> Ride share or taxi? I don't think so. A wrestler takes a shot at Punk. Would that happen to be Road Dog? I gotta play this for y'all. This is something. This is something. The ads would just ready to fudge up. Okay. Is it gonna play there? Ooh. Okay. Let's see here. So, okay. This is interesting. Tweet seemingly criticizing Punk's kicks. <laughs> There's truly no surgery to, the, to correct the kick. Uh, leave the head kicks to the professionals. It's better for all of us. And uh, one where he just put, really? Which may have been a critique on the booking, more so a critique on CM Punk, maybe. <laughs> I don't think I want to hear the back-and-forth banter of another show. But, wow, Bobby Fish is taking shots, not only him, but Road Dog. It's his exact words about this whole thing. You know what? Here. Okay. Nope. I really don't know. Uh-huh. Oh, God, I don't... You know what? Here, Here's what I'm going to say. He said, for those of you who doubted me, you guys are the same ones that saying that CM Punk would bury me. Look, dude, this match was shit. I'm going to be dead honest with you. The title match... To unify the championships, the World Heavyweight Championship for AEW is complete and absolute utter shit. I know I've like circled around a million ways in one to confuse the fuck out of you. What the fuck is he talking about kind of thing. But that's thanks to me after watching AEW, which is what happens when I force myself to watch programming like that shit. Not all of it was bad. Some of it was unbearable to sit through and listen because again the commentators are trying to put themselves fucking over sometime not JR sometimes Shivani definitely guilty of it um Excalibur has a hard focus you know time he has a hard time focusing like me god damn it AEW see what you did you see what you all did look from top to bottom they're starting to remind me of what WWE used to do. And that's... There's way too many backstage segments. Way too fucking many. Christian's promo about Jungle Boy. I extended the olive branch. I tried to motivate you. What the fuck? Just 
somebody please explain to me why their show is poorly structured, has been poorly structured. It's not very wrestling-centric up until near the end when they had one women's match. And again, they have it's not changed at all, their pattern. Well, there's always run-ins. There's always run-ins. If the baby face is struggling, like Kylan or whatever, whatever her name is, Kylan, yes. She was struggling because Jamie, or no, Tony Storm came to the ring. She was all business, right? So then here comes Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker's, you know, cronies or whatever, and you see them beating the fuck out of Tony Storm, and in comes Akira Shida, and they run. That's you know that's what they're supposed to do. They're heels. Not only is it full of running, okay. The acclaimed and Billy Gunn were getting their ass beat. Here comes Keith Lee and Isaiah Swerve Scott. So to explain or reiterate what happens, they always have post. They always have to have backstage interviews. That's very WCW. And where are they now? ECW, they didn't have any gigging tonight. I'm shocked. AEW did not have any fucking gigging on the show. There we go, because you probably got warned by the FCC not to do that shit on live TV. Thank the Lord. There was an actual wrestling match for the main event featuring Will Ospreay and the Aussie Open versus the Death Triangle, the Bastard Pack, Ray Phoenix, and Penta Zero. I've now repeated myself in a circle like six fucking times because I've tried to emphasize different points on the matter of AEW doing whatever the fuck they do as a wrestling company. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, you know what? I have reached that point where I think it's now time for this lovely little disclaimer until I find music. This is because I'm not going to play that assholes. I really am not. The following content presented on this pro wrestling podcast, Wrestle Radio Network profile, belongs to the owner Brian Rails. You do not have permission to use, copy, reproduce the content from all episodes recorded and shared on social media. All content is protected by U.S. and international copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution without permission from the owner is strictly prohibited, and can be punishable by law. Failure to comply will result in legal action taken. All rights reserved. Wrestle Radio Network Beyond the Tracks Incorporated 2022. I spent most of the show talking about a company through which I could care less about and just now watched again. And I hadn't watched them in weeks. But now I have to speak on them. Half of Off the Rails Uncensored. Which, folks, if you have small children, if you have adults that cannot take a lot of cussing and a lot of sin, more so than sailors, all right, then I suggest you put cotton pieces in your ear, all right? Or just completely mute this out and just, you know, listen to the other half of my fucking show, which I don't know. There's cousin at the beginning, too. So, anyways. My turn to speak more. 
AEW began in 2019. They said they weren't going to oversaturate with WWE's former talent. And the man who said that is now in WWE. As Triple H predicted, and here's the fun part. Took over the creative controls and virtually, practically, mostly everything in WWE. Triple H is watching AEW. And I guarantee you, from what he's seen, from what I've seen, their show is more all over the place than me. That's saying something. There's no structure. There's no there's no confidence in the locker room for one of you know, the former champion that now is out because of an injury. Or they play that angle up to have him come back at all out and Moxley will defend the championship. But then there will be a third entry, and that entry will be MJF. I'm just taking a gander guess because, like I told you, there's definite issues and problems when you don't, as a company, take notice of a guy that's sitting at the top as your fucking heel. Not Chris Jericho, who, by the way, looks like he did lose some weight. Holy fuck. It, It just... Put over young talent like Daniel Garcia. And what's hilarious is they keep taking jabs again in WWE. That's the nature of the beast, right? Wrestling companies always take jabs that want subtle jabs. You're not a sports entertainer, really? Is that what the super fan is classifying a wrestler as in WWE as a sports entertainer? You guys... Quit fucking taking jabs at the other company in a subtle fucking way. There's got to be ways you can get on the mic and produce good content. There's got to be ways where, again, Chris Jericho is not the focal point of your fucking company as a top heel. But then again, who do they have left? Because Appreciation Society with Guevara, Hager... I don't know if Garcia is going to be a part of it after what he just did. He showed Jericho now. Turned spun Chris Jericho around like a top. So there's confusion point number one. Also, why wasn't your title match made? I think I can tell you why. Because that match was absolute shit. And if it were the main event, I would have wanted my money back. Okay? There's just no rhyme or fucking reason for what AEW is currently doing. There's too much shit on Tony Khan's plate. For instance, he's now running Rick of Honor. There's going to be a whiffing show. Then there's Dynamite Rampage. Dear Lord, too much shit to handle is another thing. When you're a promoter or a booker, you should not be running like a chicken with his head cut off. You should also not be negotiating numbers right and left with wrestlers that can help your company, MJF, anyone? They say, well, he's playing up the angle where he's coming back. When? When is MJF coming back? Also, I'm under the impression 
that AEW did not want Thunder Rosa as their champion because kind of dragging it down. Kenny Omega is a great dude, great wrestler, but he doesn't know how to book his own women. There's one subtle difference, right, between WWE and AEW is that WWE has gotten back to where it should be. Wrestling-centric, even the women. Even the women's division looks better. So, (laughs) step your game up, man. AEW did, you know, with the main event, put on a damn show, but it's like, man, I could go to a wrestling revolver show and see all that sequence, all that waterfall effect, all the flippy, flippy shit. I'm super proud that Will Ospreay and Buster Pack put on a damn good show. What about the rest of the teams? Don't know. But this trios tournament is intriguing. It's entertaining. Keyword, it's entertaining. Kenny Omega and the best friends, or, well, a.k.a. the Young Bucks, I'm sorry. They advanced in that tournament tonight. And the refereeing, let me just say this. The refereeing in that match, Breisenberg didn't see what was going on on the outside of the ring. I'm sure you didn't. That match looked like a notice qualification from the start. They did some flippy, flippy shit. You know, the no-sell. We do two super kicks. You do two super kicks. Again, the trios matches look like what you would see at a wrestling revolver show in Des Moines, Iowa. Or Clyde, my bad. Wherever their shows are. Not saying it was a bad match. I'm just saying some parts of it made you think, okay, two poison ranas at the same time. The crowd was eating it up. There's a reason why there was a main event swap. Between Moxley and Punk, my brain's thinking, why? Why is CM Punk even holding that title? That title really should not be around a guy who's already accomplished a lot in wrestling. He just has a fucking ego. Or, you know, ever since 2011, he hasn't really forgotten, but we're not talking about main event swap. That match was so bad. It turned into a squash because Punk may or may not have hurt himself again. And again, like I said, the trios match made me go, okay, I can kind of watch this. There's a little bit too much going on with all the flippy, flippy shit and all the dives to the outside of the ring. At the end, you know, it's too much because of the numbers game. Thank you, Kip Sabian. Again, there's, like, weird moments in AEW when you're like, okay, who's running in the ring next? Which baby face is going to get saved? You know, which which heel faction is going to slowly slither away? And you still watch it? No, the fuck I don't watch AEW. I have to force myself to watch their shit. Some of it. And, you know... To each their own, right? Are we happy that there's a trio's title match? Sure, it's the fanboy title created by a promoter who's a fucking mark who 
will sit there and deny criticism because that's, you know, he's like, I can either ignore it or I can acknowledge it. No pun intended. But when, let me just switch gears here for a minute. When I seen that uh, Gargano returned, Edge wrestled in front of his home crowd, that Phoenix came out with a steel chair at the end of Edge's match with Damian Priest, and, you know, WWE is doing something that AEW is not. There's way too many interviews backstage. I get that, you know, you need to reiterate your action and what happened in the previous weeks. But I counted them, dude. There's like probably eight to nine interview segments with Tony Schiavone. Which begs the fucking question, what are you guys doing Because from top to bottom, that show that I just got through watching, comparatively speaking, to NXT or WWE Raw or SmackDown. Guys, if you haven't noticed the difference since Tony Khan's all about ratings and he's not about quality, can't fuck to you, the Young Bucks. Yeah, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are going to win those trios titles. Garen, fuck to you. If you want to sign Osprey, go ahead and sign him. The man's a free agent. The man has worked Japan. He still works Japan. Sign Will Osprey. Pay MJF. Quit making Chris Jericho your fucking heel. Your top heel. There's, he really doesn't have anything to fucking prove. He doesn't. But he put himself in a match with Brian Danielson. Let's pray that it all out, you know, it turns out to be a damn good one. We also know the direction they're going for the women's championship, don't we? I mean, Hikiru Shida, Britt Baker, Tony Storm, and who else? Don't know who the fourth woman is, but you know, there seems to have been a main event swap because the prior, like the, the match prior to that, could have gone longer, but it didn't. Also, Outside of the ring shit, there's so much conflict back there. You can tell. You can tell the guys in there not fucking having it. They're just... They're going out there. They're performing. But at the same time, they've got a booker and promoter who won't negotiate numbers with his own fucking talent, which is why a lot of them leave. And then they're trying to... You can't poach our talent. Really? So what did you do with majority of the people that are in your camp still. FTR left on their own accord because the old man wouldn't fucking give them the time of day. Gargano was... Why would Gargano go to AEW, sir? Excuse you. He wants to wrestle at WrestleMania. Just said that on Raw. I thought I was seeing things. I had to text uh, one of the former co-hosts on here, Lady Lynn. Hey. Gargano's on live air. Champa's wrestling in main event style matches or sub main events. If the old man was still there, I guarantee you those two would had he headed back to NXT because he doesn't like small guys. Those those guys are like what five seven, five eight. 
Finn Balor would have never gotten an opportunity to be in a heel faction. He always would have been either switching between the Demon King and Finn Balor or the man. Pointing that out, folks. Just pointing that out. Things have changed. It's like, wow, for the first time, I went on the shop, folks, and actually looked at merchandise. And for the first time ever, I've consecutively watched WWE programming. Now, again, to be fair, there's a lot of us that watch both AEW and WWE, but I can guarantee you watching AEW is like having your tooth pulled with an Nova game to numb the pain in some aspects of it. How? Let me elaborate. I've elaborated multiple times. The main focal points. The women's division is absolute trash in AEW. It is. It is. They've got plenty of talent, just no direction. And poor booking all around, except for some spots. Poor booking is in. They booked a title match. Not as the main event. All because Punk tried to do a spinning kick and it went all hella wrong. They're like, well, could you have done it? Explain something to you. Anyone can get trained in wrestling. It's just a matter of them executing the fucking move and their timing and their positioning. And you look at the replay, it's like, wow, he fucked that up. And people, you just don't like CM Punk. I used to. Let me let me speak on that again, just briefly. I thought CM Punk was great as a kid. You know, while I was in college, right? Comes out there with that pipe bomb promo and talking about you want. I don't have a career after this. Blah blah blah. I don't have a contract. So, what's the pattern? Whenever Punk left WWE, people were like, okay, good riddance, whatever. When he came to AEW, the attitude just completely changed. He thinks, you know, because of his reputation, the way the crowd chants for him, the way they cheer him on, that he can act however he wants. That's not how this goes in wrestling, man. In wrestling... There's a lot of different interpretations of how to succeed in the business. Punk's already accomplished a lot. He's accomplished a shit ton. So precedes him, which is why, not sure, placement-wise, oh yes, I am completely sure as to why. Crappy women's match. Same results, like never has changed in three years. The only time that it ever did was when Thunder Rosa was involved and Britt Baker was challenged for it. Let's see, main event. I'm not going over this a million times. What I am going to say is, AEW, you better step up your game, dudes. Because if you don't, WWE is going to continuously run away the thing that Khan cherishes the most over his wrestlers, and that's ratings. He say he goes all above and beyond for FTR and to get them traveling trends and all that stuff. He went above and beyond for this wrestler, that wrestler. There's 122 fucks on that whole entire roster. It looks like a complete giant mess. You explain to me, 
someone explain to me how there's 122 people. Do you use all of them? Or do you make some of them who don't even have names sit on the sidelines because you just want an expensive roster for one day when that he or she proves themselves? Also, why every single match there's a waterfall? Every single match except for the women and, and the tag team match that was tonight. There's a lot of confusion, you know, the timing thing when Stokely was trying to hand out his business cards after the match. No. is During that match, the confusing part was the timing. Like, okay, so the manager's sitting ringside. What in the actual fuck? I'd like to know just how in the span of four weeks WWE's turned their ship Right around was cruising ahead. There's no, there's no choppy waters. Nothing. No. I mean, I'm sure there's some backstage gripes, but not as big as AEW's right now. There's some internal conflicts where a lot of wrestlers are divided. They, there's some that like Punk. There's some that like Moxley. There's some that don't even give a fuck. At this point, they want out. Some of them. What I'm trying to say in a long roundabout way is. What the hell? And AEW? What's up with that? WWE? Yes, I praise them and I've also criticized the fuck out of them before. Because people were saying, well, they're giving them now and after we left. It's like, we? We? So wait, wait, wait. Fans are making it about them? Gasp. Be still my heart. It's okay to cheer for whoever you want to cheer for. I'm just pointing out the obvious. AEW structure is no, it's not there. It's definitely not there. And they have people trying to put themselves over in the company. That never works. It never, ever works when a wrestler tries to put themselves over in a company. Just ask WCW on their last day with Hogan, Nash, Paul, Jared, all of them. It was a fucking nightmare. So, oh, and I'm going to say this. Is this thing on? Yeah, it is. So people can hear. You're going to make someone apologize to you for you sucking and stinking it up? You're going to make someone apologize to you for a mistake you made? Also, you know, I'm sure you're a nice person. You just suck as a professional wrestler. You've got skill, you got people popping for you, singing along to your theme from Cult of Personality by Living Color. This is a direct message to CM Punk. Once upon a time, you were someone I looked up to, someone that was able, well, I don't know if you've ever been able to correlate with a fucking locker room, and that's not, you know, any of my concern. But... Causing issues, dude. Just fucking get out. Leave again. Because some wrestlers may really not feel receptive towards you. Some may think that you're a decent dude or you're a snake in the grass. One of the two. I'm pretty sure that the, there's no problems in our locker room. Mm-hmm. We're not stupid. We, as in the general viewing public, has seen 
and heard that there had been issues with CM Punk and management. And is that a shocker there? If it's not about him, he don't give a fuck. His selfishness, and they're like, well, Triple H is even worse. Oh, really? So that's why the company had more views than AEW Dynamite. Had, you know, it took them two years to get over a million rating. That's cute. It took only three weeks for WWE to improve as a whole and become more wrestling-centric so that the fans would have variety to watch, not just, here's this match with a whole bunch of chaos that will ensue. Here's this match that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. We had nobody else on the card to entertain the fans, even though the fans are mostly on their phone during dead matches. But anyways, I digress. So that brief message was brought to you by Crazy Incorporated. Well, straight jackets are the new end. Just kidding, you folks. Listen, I got to get my beauty rest for tomorrow. I'm going to go up and work. Oh, boy. Well, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, I've been all over the place tonight, but I did have some very valid points. AEW needs to get their shit together in some aspects. WWE, wow. Keep on keeping on. All right, toodles, bitches. If you didn't like what I said, then I got three choices. This Saturday. All right, folks, tune in this Saturday. Godspeed, uh, you know, whatever. Just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 